Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we were trying to get Young Black Equestrians, the podcast, off the ground, we had so many questions like, how do you record an episode? And how do you get the podcast distributed out to everyone so that they can listen? How do you even make money from podcasting? We found out that you could do that. Uh, that was something that I did not know could happen. Well, the answer to all of those questions I found on Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it is 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I love using Anchor. It's super easy to upload your podcast. It's very user-friendly, has a user-friendly interface, and you can even make money by doing sponsorships. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start. And join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. You are listening to Young Black Equestrians, the podcast with your hosts, Abriana Johnson and Caitlin Gooch. Starting off from where we left off the last episode, part one of trail ride etiquette, we wanted to talk about kind of after the ride, how to take care of the horses and what we need to do with that. What do you think, like the very first thing, like you're you're done with the ride, what should be done next? <laughs> I'm laughing because I've never been to a trail ride where we just got back and then just tied the horses up and chilled we got back walked the horses around because more than likely we were probably it's probably hot mm-hmm. and we're probably running mm-hmm. so walk the horses around go get water and we don't let our horses drink from like a community barrel mm-hmm. we take our own buckets um yes and then you know Put up the saddles because you don't want to be stank. You got to let them things air out and dry. Right, right. <laughs> and brush the horses off. Because, you know, currying a horse after you ride it, it's good for its back. I forget. I forget how. But yeah, I mean, is. it releases all that. Yeah. Well, first of all, it releases all the dirt and the hair. Mm-hmm. But, like, they're sweaty. You know, it opens up hair follicles and lets them cool down much quicker than just leaving them mm-hmm, to be all sweaty. After you yeah. rolled them for three hours. Yeah, yeah. I completely agree. Cooling them down, uh, I could talk about germs, like, for an hour. <laughs> I could talk about germs. So, I 100%, I bring my own buckets and my own water, mm. just because I don't know how... Well, first, I don't know how far it's going to be, yeah. so I don't want to tote water yeah. around. And I know my horse is, he doesn't really like to drink a lot afterwards. So sometimes I'll 
bring like some alfalfa cubes like something i have to soak in water Mm -hmm. or soak the hay in some water just so that he will get some water because if i just give him a bucket a lot of times he's like no i just want to eat hay or something Mm -hmm. like that so whichever whatever works for your horse i think is important to to do um what else he said yeah walking them around like any kind of exercise even for a human you would want to cool down mm-hmm. you know and that's not to say put 50 11 kids on them so they can walk around like I, I don't feel like the attitude is going to be the best afterwards right after the ride to be throwing a whole bunch of kids on them but yeah cooling them down um walking them around taking the tack off i know that there is there are some people that live close to these rides that just throw the horse in the trailer with the saddle still on them just just keep on riding like i get it i get it but you know that's not ideal you shouldn't do that (laughs) right especially if you know these are this is the beginning of the season and if your horse just been sitting in the pasture, like, how would you feel if somebody just took you and, like, tossed you in the gym and yeah. was, like, work yeah. out for hours? Work out. And, and then... you ain't been working out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you would not like it. No. No, 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 no. And so it's more, it's important for, like, the horses to be conditioned, definitely. I cannot say how irritating it is to see the horses that, need groceries or have some kind of like confirmation issue I don't know their back is with hip bones sticking out like even just because your horse has a fat belly does not mean that it is well fed especially if his hip bones are sticking out and his neck is skinny as a rail like you have to know how your horse is supposed have a how a conditioned horse is supposed to look mm. And especially as we were in spring, you know, horses are supposed to be shedding out. If your horse is not shedding out, that's a metabolic problem. Wow. That, that is an issue. And that's one of the reasons why people shave minis and stuff. Because a lot of times they don't shed out like they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. But these horses that have metabolic issues, have Cushing's, they don't shed. Wow. Like my old man, I had to shave him when I first brought him up here because he had horrible nutrition mm-hmm. and he just didn't have like his body wasn't you know processing sunlight like it's supposed to mm-hmm. and he wasn't shedding his hair out mm-hmm. so I had to shave him down so that he wouldn't be as sweaty mm-hmm. and that helps with or not having that hair helps with saddle fit not sliding all over the place because you got all this hair that you're trying to stick the saddle on to um, so I just I feel like us as a as a circuit as a trail ride circuit uh as a people who have this passion we have got to have some standards yeah you know just because your friend pookie wants to bring his horse and pookie is 300 pounds and his horse is also 300 pounds this is not okay (laughs) (laughs) it's not okay for your friend to bring this skinny horse and and like oh i'm about to ride with y'all like no 
Yeah, like, no. why don't we do that? Why don't we say, hey, you need to put that thing back at your house? Right, <laughs> right. And it's not, I mean, and, and I know why. It's because we as a people, you know, crabs in a barrel don't want to take mm. take criticism from anybody else. They don't want to take advice from anyone else because everybody knows best, mm. just like us. Mm. <laughs> but, I mean, it is what it is. You do have to kind of put your foot down. On the on the condition of some of these animals that come in to a trail ride, uh, when I was doing the clinics, I always had to give a disclaimer to mm-hmm. my volunteers because my volunteers never looked like me, uh-huh. and they never been to these events. And I'm like, hey, if you see something that you don't agree with, either figure out a way to discuss it without criticizing, mm-hmm. or keep your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we got to have some standards. And I've, I've been invited to talk to our trail ride circuit several times over several years. And we talked about how important it was to have a Coggins at your events. And that's why I started doing the Coggins clinics at the trail rides. Just to, to cut out that excuse. Like, oh, the vet won't come out. I, I don't have a vet near me. I don't want to pay for a farm call just for a Coggins. Like, mm-hmm. the Coggins is $26. 26 dollars $26. $26. That's the cost of... That's... Well, my feed ain't that cheap. But that's like a bag of feed. And how long does the Coggins last? For a whole year. It lasts one year. $26. I just got mine year. for two of my horses. I gotta get one for the, the mini. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Ruth yeah. has hers. Yeah. I just, it's 100% worth it. 100%. You need it for traveling across state lines. But also, if there's any kind of, um, you know, your, their sickness at the barn, you know, that's just one way to protect your horse from being part of the quarantine or having to deal with all that drama so coggins please start requiring coggins at your trail rides if it turns people away are those the kind of people that you want there that is the question so after the ride we cool down Cool down the horses, set them up. Oh, when should you feed a horse after you ride it? I don't feed them immediately after. Mm-hmm. Unless it's just, like, I'll let them eat hay, wet hay. Mm-hmm. That's it. But I let them cool down completely before I give them any feed. How long? How many hours? Maybe? Maybe a couple hours. Two hours? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't feed my horse grain, period, mm-hmm. right now. Because, well, I, I'm going to have to start... <laughs> Again, but he was fat because of this lady I work for that only fed alfalfa. But now him's not fat no more, so he might get a bag of grain. <laughs> he might get some grain now, but ideally, like when I was showing him when he was younger, I would I would uh give him some grain a couple hours after the ride just to give him some of that energy back, mm-hmm. just like we would eat a post workout meal. How much food? Because I've seen somebody get off a horse after the ride and toss it a whole bucket of feed. No, no, I wouldn't do that. I mean, I only feed my horse 
only gets three quarts of grain a day, period. And so that's like one standard scoop, like them plastic scoops mm-hmm. with the little handle. Um, but I wouldn't give them very much just because you don't want to cause colic. Mm-hmm. Um, you do not want that. Does mustard stop cramps? <laughs> I do not think that squirting mustard in your horse's mouth will stop cramps. I know there are some products that can. Mm-hmm. What they are off the top of my head, I cannot remember. I didn't know that there were products for these. Yeah, well, just like electrolytes, like oh, mm-hmm. cramping is an imbalance of sodium and chloride channels in the muscles. So, electrolytes help with that. They provide that back in the body, like Gatorade. Mm-hmm. I'll give Gatorade before I would give mustard. Gatorade on deck. I lied. <laughs> Sodi- sodium and potassium channels, not chloride channels. Oh, sodium and what? Yeah, sodium and potassium. Oh. I said chloride. <laughs> but NACL is table salt, so I was like having a smart, dumb moment right there. I don't know why I didn't think it, because when I get cramps in my feet and it's like potassium, potassium, eat bananas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Potassium, K. Um. <laughs> That's how we remembered it in chemistry class. It's hilarious. Um, but yeah. If y'all didn't get that, then that just it's just gonna go over your head. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um also at the end of the ride, I feel like there should be some kind of accountability. Like if you went out with somebody, mm-hmm. like did you did they come back in? Right. Yeah. You know, making sure you don't lose people on the trail. That's what trail bosses are for. Making sure that people know where to go and they don't get lost and everybody comes back in okay. We went to one ride where they had someone go around and gave us all a number. um, And they wrote, like, our name Mm -hmm. beside the number before we went out. Oh, that's cool to make sure everybody got in. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. That might be something that other clubs want to implement. I thought it was pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Made me feel safe. Mhm. Mhm. And that's what it's all about, safety. So, after the ride, everybody's chilling. I've taken my nap. You took you took your nap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see cowboys time. laying with their hats on their face, yes. blocking the sun, parked in a chair, mm-hmm. parked in the in the back of a truck, like just taking a nap before it's time to eat. Um everybody gets to eat. At the ride, the club that's hosted it has cooked something, Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know, clubs do it differently. I feel like now, like, sometimes it's just the riders that eat, sometimes other people can pay Mm -hmm. to have food, and sometimes everybody eats. Mm -hmm. It just depends on, like, what club wants to do, how the club wants to make that happen. Um, And then there's the party. There's a raffle. Oh, oh, right. Rewind. There's a raffle. Mm-hmm. They raffle off a lot of tack. Yeah, tack. And yeah, it's mostly horse stuff. Food. I've been to one. Grass. I don't know what ride that was off the top of my head. And they raffled off a horse trailer. Yeah, no, I don't know what that one was either. I was not there. That's pretty cool. Was it Friendship, friendship Through Gray Shirts? Yeah. 
Who's friendship? Oh, friendship, yeah. fancy. They wrap a, <laughs> a horse trailer, a bumper pool. Oh my goodness. Well, yeah, maybe we should go to friendship this year. <laughs> <laughs> we need a horse trailer. Okay. I think it was fun. Um, yeah, so they do the raffle, um, and they also do like a 50 50. Mm-hmm. So they. People will go around throughout the ride and sell tickets, one for the raffle, one for the 50-50. And then that's participating in the 50-50. That's a good way or good chance you have to make your money back spent on the weekend. Because mm-hmm. I know at the bigger rides, I mean, 50-50, you can get $500, mm-hmm. you know? So that's that's pretty awesome. And it helps the club raise money as well. Right. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Um, and then after that, yep, they the start party. playing the music. Yeah, they start <laughs> playing the music. And there's a bunch of line dancing, and there's a bunch of uh, drinking. Yeah, at these rides anyway. <laughs> and people turn up, turn up all the way, living for the weekend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's just a nice way to decompress. And hang out with your people that you haven't seen in a long time. Since the last show ride. Well, well, yeah. Since last weekend. (laughs) But, like, where else can you, I mean, come on now. Where else can you line dance? Like, with with a bunch of people that know the stuff, too. Mm -hmm. And, like, you're all packed on a quote-unquote dance floor, even though it's just dirt. (laughs) You're just packed in there, and everybody's doing the same steps, and it all works out. Like they get fancy on me now. It's um. Then I'm just like, what are y'all doing? Right. <laughs> when did y'all learn this? Yeah. <laughs> I guess they was learning at the gala at the beginning of the year. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I tell you, I I know line dances, but. I feel like, personally, if I end up in the same spot you end up, it don't matter what I did in the middle. <laughs> like, I saw one on Facebook um, earlier today. Bounty Hunters shared it. This the one, one on the dance floor? Yeah, uh-huh. that one guy. It wasn't El Paso. It was mm-hmm. the other one with the spins and mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm like, when I did that, you can ask my little brother because he gets so mad. My little brother is so good at line dances. Wow. But when I do that one, I just, like, spin. Just spin in circles. And he's like, no, you step forward, then back, and then back, then forward. And I'm like, I end up in the same spot. <laughs> same with, uh, bomb, 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 bomb. <laughs> Chucky baby. Like, I'm just running. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just trying not to get right I over. only like that song because of that part. I like, know. that's my favorite part. When yeah. they started over, do you got to do that part? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we have to Chucky provide baby. links to these songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are going to play some Check Baby. That's going to be our new intro. <laughs> oh, hey, <laughs> Young black questions don't give up. Uh, hey. <laughs> tribute to to uh Chucky Baby. Yes. <laughs> and and that and that line dance cuz that's like everybody's favorite. Oh, but um funny. but yeah, but also on on that portion of it if you bring your kids to the ride, please make sure 
that they have been put away before the grown folks get to acting grown. I'm about to do a a, a child care service on the trail rides. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Find a find a tent, find a truck, find a camper, find somewhere that these kids are supposed to go so they are not running around, you know, or people getting hurt. Yeah, goodness. getting hurt. People driving through the fields and stuff or four wheelers four wheelers yeah i mean and even horses getting loose Mm -hmm. like you never know um you never know what's gonna happen and if you got your kids running around and you have no idea what they are that is simply that's not okay that is not okay in the slightest and i mean i've seen it like dj's having to stop music Mm -hmm. and say hey Somebody's so, so little baby just walked up here. Yep, or, or yeah, someone's looking for their kid. Mm-hmm. Have you seen a little boy in a red shirt? Like, what? What do you mean? Yeah. That is one thing my mama did not play with, and that's probably why I don't know very many people on the trail ride scene. I mean, mm-hmm. I just know the main players that know my parents, but not people my age, because I wasn't running around. Mm-mm. Once it started getting a little crazy, I went back to the camper. Like, mm-hmm. mm-mm. All you can hear is the music. Yeah, <laughs> and looking at there. the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do my line dances in my camper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely put the babies up. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's just not the same for them. No, no. And ladies, sometimes you just have you not sometimes all the time. You need to be aware of your surroundings because I simply don't feel like you should be comfortable enough to get wasted mm. out here in the middle of the woods. Yeah. In the middle of the field. Like, yeah, I understand you're supposed to be able to trust the people that you are with, but anything could happen. Mm-hmm. You could get hurt. Somebody could do something to you. Mm-hmm. And you're out here in the middle of nowhere, you know, and expecting, like, how do you even... Yeah, a lot of times we don't know about anything that's going on if it's not under the lights or right. where we're at. Right, right, Even if you're on the dance floor and, like, you might be in the middle of it, like, you really don't notice people on the outside. hmm Yeah, anything, anything could happen. You've got to be 100% aware of your surroundings. Because you just never know. You never know. Yeah, and guys, hold these other guys accountable. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Yeah, that's not one-sided. No, it's not. No, it's not. You know how I feel about germs. So when I see bottles being passed around, I'm just like... Like, do you know that person? Right. That just drank from that bottle? Oh, where no. they got it from? Yeah. How many times you it's been passed before that? you got it? Right. That's a plastic jug. What was in that jug before you put that clear stuff in it? Mm-hmm. Oh, not me. Not me. I want to pop the top myself. <laughs> <laughs> pop the top myself. So, yeah, those are just a few warnings for the nighttime. Mm-hmm. Then comes Sunday morning. Uh, everybody packs up. Well, we cook breakfast first. Then we pack up. Uh, and head out. out. And 
I really like or that I've noticed that some people have on their schedule to do cowboy church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's precious. That's pretty cool. Yes. Now, I haven't been to a, Yeah, I haven't been to a ride that has has it uh, yet, but I've seen it on the schedule. So that's pretty cool. So if you want to attend cowboy church, by all means, that is an option. Definitely. But as you're leaving, like reiterating what we talked about in the first episode or the first part one, pick up your trash. Mm-hmm. They usually the clubs usually will have somebody driving around collecting trash, but like it, at least pick up your stuff and put it in a bag, mm-hmm. so that they don't have to do that. You know they've already hosted this amazing ride for you. They shouldn't have to go around and pick up your trash afterwards. Or if they have a communal place where you're supposed to put trash, go ahead and dump it there. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the nice things that I also like to see is say where you know the ride gets rained out or whatever. Sunday morning is where you see the collective helping of everybody mm-hmm. pull these big dualies with these. Oh yeah, with these goosenecks that are like thirty feet long. <laughs> William Brown, I'm not talking about you, but <laughs> pulling them out of the, the field that's gotten soaking wet with like a tractor or something and all these fellas out here helping. That's really, it's, it makes me laugh. And but. some of them show out Chevy versus Ford. Yes, yes. <laughs> there is always a Chevy versus Ford issue. Even on Facebook lately. Yes. I'm just like, y'all really? <laughs> but my daddy's team died, so <laughs> so that's 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 where I just hang out. I, I just stay over here in my lane. But yeah, it's really nice to see everybody come together and be helpful when mm-hmm. it is needed. Uh, you know, other trucks pulling trucks pulling other trucks out and getting campers and horse trailers out of the field if it gets too wet. No cowboy left behind. No cowboy <laughs> left behind. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. So, that's pretty much how trail rides go. I'm trying to think, is there anything else that we need to cover? Um, Horses and how we treat them. Um, They are definitely a gift and a blessing from God. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, when your horse is acting up, just try to figure out what the issue is. Yeah. Don't beat it to death. Yeah. I know it's kind of harsh to just say that, but... I know sometimes it can be I don't know maybe it's people's egos sometimes or maybe mm-hmm. they really just you know don't know the right way to correct what a horse is doing mm-hmm. um but yeah try to figure out what it could be because I think we had mentioned how like I don't know like do you check your horse's hooves before you get on it could be right. something in his hoof right it could be something poking it on the saddle you could have mm-hmm. put the saddle on wrong yep you yep. never know or like uh piece of straw in the saddle blanket or mm-hmm. saddle pad you know anything if you didn't brush them a burr mm-hmm. briar yeah. or the stuck somewhere uh, and then you go to sit on it yeah it hurts them and a lot of times oh this could be an entirely different episode but a lot of times saddles don't fit mm. and if you see that after you're constantly riding your horse one, if you see that there is hair loss mm-hmm. in certain areas where you sit, where the saddle covers, 
then you know, like, hey, something's rubbing. It could be, like, the fuzzy part under your saddle is worn. Mm -hmm. That you need a thicker saddle pad, saddle blanket. It could be that, um, like, one of the screws holding it together has just worked its way out a little Mm -hmm. bit. Just tighten it up and keep it moving. Um, Or it could be that the saddle simply doesn't fit. Like, my walking horse... He has to use a cutback saddle pad because they have so much movement mm-hmm. from their neck and their at their withers that a regular saddle pad like suffocates that and he can't move his neck as freely, you know, as they're bobbing their head. Mm-hmm. Um, same with any racking horse, any horse that's excessively moving their head. Um, with also, if your saddle doesn't fit, you might be able to see, uh, what do they call them, bird spots? It looks like a bird pooped on a horse, but it's just places where white hairs mm-hmm. come up. It'll just be like little dots on their back. Wow. And that's from, I don't, I don't even think they know of the true cause of it, but mm-hmm. it's suspected just that. That rubbing and that pressure causes a change in the way that the color comes out. Wow. And they have a little white spot. Hmm. So, those are a couple things that could indicate your saddle does not fit correctly. Um, but yeah, I, I agree and I'll share an experience. My horse bucked me off on Saturday. On Sunday. Hmm. And I was mad. I was mad as a hornet. And I ran him. And then put him up. And I was like, that accomplished nothing. Mm-hmm. That accomplished nothing. I was just mad. I was mad. And he bugged you off in front of all the people. Yeah. <laughs> I had people over. And yeah. he bugged me off. And that's how it is in the trail rides. People are watching. And it's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to show this horse. Yeah. And I was just like, at the end of the day, like, I accomplished nothing. Like, I didn't figure out why he bucked me off. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what I should have done was get back, right back on. Like, mm-hmm. that, instead of running them, that didn't solve anything but make me feel like I was teaching him a lesson when nobody was taught a lesson mm-hmm. in that situation. Yeah, this both got to work out. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's just like a waste. A waste. If you don't actually understand what the issue is, then how does that help you in the future? How do you prevent that from happening right. in the future? How do you grow as a rider? Yeah. You we are all out. still learning. We are not experts just because no. we started a podcast. No, no, we are not. We, we are, are not. trying to figure it out. And right. Trying to help people. Yeah. And learn from people. Mm-hmm. And I think that that needs to be like a, a general understanding for everybody. You know, that we, we are still learning, even though you were been around horses your entire life no horse is the same Mm-mm. you know we could talk about bits all day like your horse may not like the bit mm-hmm. that you have in his mouth if your horse has sharp wolf teeth and the bit's clanking against it or you have your bridle too loose and the bit is sitting on his wolf teeth instead of sitting in the little groove where it's supposed to then you might have problems with head tossing and stuff you know oh good lord i'm so glad i just thought of this if you put a tie down on your horse i'm not saying it's wrong or right 
do not go in water. Do yeah. not go in water. Because how else is your horse supposed to swim? They no, swim with their head above water. <laughs> like, what the my heck? And I was like, uh, you need to take that off. Yeah, or take it off before you get in there. Yeah. But you, and, and that's another reason why I don't agree with drinking on the ride. Because when you encounter situations like that, you don't mm-hmm. think fast enough to say, hey, let me stop and get off and take this tie down off. And, like, I'm glad your dad will say something to somebody because mm-hmm. it, it's like, other people having to be accountable or watchful of yeah, and just people's behavior. You think your tack is secure. You might start going through water. The horse's movements are different anyway. Mm-hmm. Something could come loose. Mm-hmm. You don't want that tie down to get caught up in its leg or who knows. Yeah, or caught up in something underwater. Yeah, underwater because we cannot see. And there are some rides and you will be underwater mm-hmm. crossing um, a river. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I remember my very first ride, Ed Hawkins' ride. We were in, like, this area between power lines, Mm -hmm. and I took Coco over to this puddle to drink water. And it was, like, red clay. Mm. So this was, like, red clay water, so you couldn't see in it. So he goes to, to drink the water and takes a step, and all I saw was water coming to my face. Wow. It was a giant hole in the ground. Dang. And we fell in it. And I just remember people yelling at me like, jump, jump, get out, get out. And I didn't. I held on. Because Coco was pulling himself out. I'm like, <laughs> he want to get out too. Right. I'm not getting off. And the, I mean, the hole was about maybe three or four feet wide wow. like it was a skinny hole mm-hmm. i could i could see the sides on mm-hmm. either side of me and coco literally put his front feet up on the side of the hole wow. and pulled us out of this hole yeah. and they're like yeah woohoo, go cowgirl i'm like go cowgirl nothing <laughs> <Almost died>. I- <laughs> That is self-preservation, okay? That that one, that didn't take no extra cowgirlness. That just I didn't want to be left in the hole because Coco was getting out, and he wasn't gonna leave me behind. But it was just so crazy. Like there is, I had no idea. Wow, none. Just thinking my horse is gonna like, drink the water. It's just a puddle. It's just a puddle. It was not a puddle at all. Mm. At all. Golly, I'm gonna have to talk to my cousin and see if he remember that because that was, <clears throat> that stressed me out. I almost didn't ride again. Oh, I don't know. It was bad, and I was soaking wet. Luckily, it was at a warm ride. This reminds me of that fish story. <laughs> the fish story. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I have st- a lot of stories of people yelling at me, <laughs> making me do stuff. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I'm glad y'all were okay. Yeah. Yeah. And here he is. Now I'm just feeding him. And he just <laughs> is a pasture puff. Just, just <laughs> eating me out of house and home. Horses are expensive. Yeah, horses are expensive. Especially when they're old and you just have a high metabolism. Because mm. he's so skinny. But, um, but yeah. Uh, I think that's that's good for part two. Mm-hmm. Um, I 
y'all have any questions, definitely let us know. Anything we missed. Yeah, anything we missed, go ahead and add to that in the comments. If you have been listening to our podcast, feel free to give us a rating, a review, a comment on any of the places that we are hosted. SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Those are like the big ones. Uh, Yeah, we would really appreciate it if you did that. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) Young Black Equestrians out. Right. (laughs) (laughs) thank you for listening to young black equestrians the podcast be sure to like us on facebook and instagram and subscribe see you guys next time